I always choose passion before money. And that's why maybe we are not earning millions. And I mean, it's uh, something that everybody needs to fight with. If you work well, you can do something that have a consequence on the future. And I think yeah, that's the key of long-term, long-term success. Every morning you're going to wake up because you are doing something that you enjoy and it's going to keep you like going, you know. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of Webflail. I'm your host, Jack, a failure connoisseur, and today my guest is Alex Torgis and ballerin Aranda Erestizabal. I met these two for the first time at their incredible event in Barcelona where they had some big-name speakers like Emily Lonetto, Maguire, me. Sorry, I don't know why I said it. They're so weird. It's just weird to put me in the same sentence as these great people. And Tambian Studio presented some of their beautiful work. You've probably seen it in the Webflow space. Uh, it's characterized by large Im- images, GSAP animations, sans serif fonts. And I recommend checking out their beautiful work on the Tambian Studio website after this episode. Along with Mael Ruffini, their studio punches well above their weight, both in quality of work, size of clients, and their content output, which we'll talk about in a bit. But their journey to building their studio has not been linear. The failures we talk about in this episode are failing to follow your instinct rather than your bank account, rushing the process and trying to grow too fast, and failing to balance work and life. So, embrace and learn from failure in episode 48 of Webflow with Alex and Ballerin. Alex, Ballerin, Welcome to Webflail. <laughs> Thanks Welcome. a lot. Thanks Welcome. a lot, Jack. Thank it you. is great to have you both. <laughs> Normally, I don't actually interview more than just one individual, so it's going to be really interesting to have you both here because I imagine if I was going to interview one of you, you might bitch about the other person, but now you're both here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, we, we, can't, we can't bitch between... Uh, I mean, now we can talk... No, now we can. <laughs> this is going to be couples therapy for episode 48 of Webflow, yeah. so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I just hope in terms of sound that we're not going to walk into each no, other. No. <laughs> I think it's worth saying on behalf of the Webflailers that came to your amazing event in Barcelona, thank you so much. You must have had a bit of a social hangover after that because it was a lot of people. Yeah, but that was really cool. Really cool. I want to do it again, but just without the speaker, <laughs> without me speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be- no, yeah, because it was an amazing experience. Yeah, it's true as a speaker. It's like organizing plus having a talk. Yeah, the next day we were totally dead. And yeah, it took us like the next day plus the weekend to really... To uh, recover. Yeah, recover. I mean... I was like like in a dream bubble, like a wow, was so cool. You guys yeah. smashed it. And thanks, thanks. I... Was really was really yeah, cool. People and were happy. Yeah, we received a lot of love, and it's was too much love in one mo- in one moment, you know, <laughs> because we generally we we spoke between a screen, and we don't see a lot of people in real life. And the fact to see so many people and because we are so connected, because we have the same interest and we like the same things and and we are in the same business and the same industry. The fact to connect with so many good people was like, a, come on, that's so cool. So, yeah, it's kind of addictive. And I think we want to do it soon, soon as in 
let's say one, one before the end of the year. Let's don't be too yeah, ambitious. Because... Yeah, but you know, with us, you never know. Hey, this weekend. <laughs> one day we say no, and maybe the next day we are planning an event. Yeah, because, because this event, event okay. we plan one Saturday morning at five in the morning. I mean, it was a long time. It was yeah. planned for a, a while. But we decided the date, like, okay, it's going to be now. And Let's we book a date and we book the place. And now it's, it's done and it's on. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> when you tell people publicly that a date is set, that's when you're like, okay, I'm going to need to pull through now. Like, I, this is on. Like, that's when, it's, yeah. that's when it's serious. And just out of interest, like, I think it's quite interesting how you guys approach being very public with your studio you've got the youtube channel i know that you guys are making a course there's obviously tons and tons of social stuff and then this event as well and i spoke in the intro about the studio feeling bigger than it actually is because it's you two and and male i mean is that part of like your strategy to get clients or do you just love socializing or kind of how how do you think about that yeah i think I mean, the, I see Tambien like a different bricks. Like there is the production, there is the course, the YouTube channel, live event, and everything is interconnected. And every it's like communicant glasses. I don't know if it's a good expression, but like everything is communicated between each other. The production brings us visibility in terms of work, and we are recognized for that. And the YouTube channel allows us to share stuff to the community and be connected with the community. And the YouTube channel, of course, create a community. So after that, we can create live event. And the live event allows us to connect to people that maybe going to buy the course or the people on the YouTube channel are going to buy the course. Or even the fact to create beautiful project and, and meaningful project, bring people to the course. Everything is interconnected. And I think it's important to... Yeah to work on, on different fields like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that for me, it's, it's super important to have, like, for us, I, I feel like the studio is like you have a home and you invite your guest to share. It's more than work because for Alex, he's super passionate. It's kind of addictive with Webflow. For me, it's like a home and you want to create this community to share things because when you work at home, like us, I think it's important to share with other people who is working like you, going through the same things, because it's not the same working in one office. You see people every day, so you can share your journey. But at home, you don't have no one. We have each other. But after this, you need extra people. So for me, it's super important to find a community like is going through the same steps than us, like a, everything about clients, about money, about work about everything so for me it's super important to have a community where you go in i don't know in youtube or you go in in twitter and you see that people are having the same things than you it's happening the same things like okay so you don't feel so lost or okay i'm not the only one who is going through this so for me before before uh, meet alex i was like no in twitter but thanks to him, I start to like be more active in Twitter and I start to feel like, okay, there are other people like me there. Yeah, and connect to so, yeah. other people like, yeah. like Aida or, or you or people that we meet at the event. And this is, a, yeah, this is, I mean, this is, 
is what we are made. Human are made for do social yeah. interaction. Yeah. So this is this is important. Yeah. No, that's and, a beautiful answer. I feel like the more the more you are social on social media, the less social media is like a, a negative thing. Because I feel like sometimes on other social medias like Instagram, I'm not actively posting very much. And I'm actually not really connecting with anyone. I'm kind of just scrolling and kind of, I'm like a ghost. Whereas on yeah. Twitter, I find that I'm way more active. And as a result, I meet so many more like-minded people, have crazy opportunities and conversations with people and work comes from it and happiness comes from it yeah i completely agree it does feel weirdly like we found our digital community by by through twitter but it also like you say it's also i mean of course there is this connection but it is also for me it's important to show you not in the in the narcissistic way just to show what you do who you are because i think it you attract people you attract who you are you know so if we show the way we work the way the studio is the kind of project we do i think you attract people and clients like the that you want because they are like like you or even the people from the community you attract people that feel something connected to you and i think that's why maybe everybody in the event connected so well because i think everybody was for me i feel the event like okay i like a wedding (laughs) like a wedding that you have all your friends there and everybody know each other like i mean they know each other i guess some digital some before i uh, actually i don't know but i think that's why because people uh, i guess from our community or other communities they they like us or they they like what we propose and this kind of vibes is what i saw in the event like everybody everybody was super cool between each other everybody talking like there you didn't see like some groups and maybe other people don't talking yeah. like i don't know was i was super super cool yeah it doesn't reflect what you can see on social network where sometimes people can be i mean not in our field i think the web flow community or even the design community is pretty pretty uh, i would say um, healthy but yeah in this event for example in the, the the event we did in barcelona everybody was super nice nothing bad happened yeah. and this is like a this is cool yeah i definitely agree like this idea of your it's a really cringe phrase and i'm gonna throw up a little bit as i say it, but that your vibe attracts your tribe like you know the energy that you put mm. out is generally the energy that you get back and i think and i'm not sure if you'd agree with me here but a lot of web flowers who are at the start of their journey who maybe aren't the most experienced and aren't really that confident in themselves and maybe are a bit scared of posting my advice whenever anyone talks to me about this is is just share what you're doing as you're doing it whether you're far along in your journey or whether you're just starting out or maybe whether you've hit a problem or something but if you start that process then you're naturally going to meet more and more people or we got a we got a third person on the mic there if you just heard that anyone that's listening (laughs) we've got a little little baby hanging from alex's shoulders he's sleeping but i think it will sleep till we are talking is is it will be uh, it will just be when you're saying something really important and then it will just be like you'll be like and the secret (laughs) to getting 10k clients every day is (laughs) 
<laughs> but but I think it's because also uh, like for example you with to the fact that you share failure that you, you all your guests share failure people feel like okay doesn't happen just to me you know even the big name or I mean there is not just big I mean different kind of people can have have problem and I'm not the only one and I think yeah just. The fact that people connect like this also is good, you know. I me, mean, I think fail, it's, it's human. If someone tell me that it arrived like to one point of their business without failing, I will not That's me. That. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> Zero to millionaire. <laughs> That's just me. No, but I, I, do, I do really think that, that like accepting where you're not as much as where you are is is great like if you can say yeah i'm not where i want to be but here's where i am and i'm going to accept that and embrace that and i'm going to share that with people and and naturally you're going to find like-minded people that that are similar to you and actually i think a lot of the time people on social media try and reach out to people that are far far kind of ahead of them in their journey but if you connect with or if you just share where you're at you're naturally going to meet other people that are where you're at and are going to grow together and actually i've met someone called harry roper who's now doing all sorts of interesting stuff on youtube and he's got his agency and he's he's doing all these amazing things that when we met i mean me and him both we didn't even have a potato between us i mean we were just just right at the beginning of our journey so i encourage anyone that's listening who isn't very active on social media or in the webflow space hey you don't have to be the world's greatest designer or developer I'm certainly not and I share what I do and it's and it's done amazing things for me so so definitely share if you're listening so I want to ask you guys a little bit about how you got into Tambien Studios because Ballerin I know that you were in recruitment before (laughs) doing the studio and I just think Wow, what an interesting journey. And I also know that you guys travel around Australia in a van as well. Let's start with Ballerine. How did you go from recruitment into joining the agency? No, no. The point is, before recruitment, I studied political science. Wow, okay. I wanted to, but then uh, one, one travel in, in India, it changed my mind and I, and I wanted to be working in human resources like because before I was so tired to do so many interviews and in one of the interviews I say I want to be in the other side you know I want to be the one who is doing the interview so I studied like a master and then I've been in London I did some internships there and then I back to Barcelona work for actually like a one year in an office till I meet Alex in Philippines and I quit we went to Australia, and then when I back to Europe, I was doing, uh, still doing recruitment, but as a freelance, as a freelancer. Okay, so you were kind of in the digital sphere, like as a freelancer, yeah, and you kind yeah. of knew like yeah. the, uh, the system yeah. there. And obviously, Alex was freelancing as well at that point, I imagine. Yeah, me, I'm freelancing since, I mean, uh, almost my whole life. Uh, since I've been graduated and yeah we will talk about this in the failure but yeah I start to create my studio just after being graduated with friends and it didn't success 
after I was working as a freelance, after when we come back from travel, we were broke in terms of money. Yeah. So I come back to work as a freelance in one agency in Publicis, you know, like one of the biggest biggest agency in Europe and maybe world for working for Lancôme, the fragrance. Mm. And after that, I didn't like it, but we still needed, needed money. So I spent six months there making money. And after I quit, and it's where I start to learn web design and web and also start Webflow. I mean, it was a little bit later Webflow. And and yeah, I was starting the things start to go to go as well because the design. I was starting to be good as a as a web designer, and the fact to discover Webflow allowed me to build project from A to Z to manage everything, to manage the whole project, and also more money and also to attract clients that I want. And this was really important. So the studio keep growing and my come as an internship. Uh, first, yeah, as an internship after you've been like one year later, contract him as a permanent. Yeah, the point is like by this time I was mom, I, I thought, okay, if I need to spend some time far from my daughter, I, I'm, I must do something that I'm enjoying. And by this time, being recruiter was was too too easy. By this time, I wanted something who would challenge me, something that I need to learn because I really am a person who I really need to learn, learn be something learning. Creative. Yes, and also something creative because when I was studying political science, I wanted to be fashion designer. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of things. I want to be a lot of things. So, yeah, so I remember that when I was pregnant, Alex say and Alex start to like uh, start to learn webflow and he said me, "Why you don't learn with me?" And I said, "No, no, that's that's too difficult for me." But I was like uh, having a look because he he did my first website for a recruiter. Yeah, and after that, I say, okay, I must stop. I don't like recruiter, be recruiter anymore. I want to do that, and I want to work with you. Yeah, but it took you maybe it took one, me year, one year, one year and a half. Yeah, to, yeah, one year to learn because I wanted to no, learn. to make the decision to yeah. do, to say okay, yeah. I quit. And... Yeah, and it took me like maybe it took me like a one year because I wanted to learn designer plus webflow, but. I couldn't do both. I needed to choose one. So I choose first Webflow because it's a tool. And I think it's first, it's easy, I mean, easier than start to learn, start by design. Yeah, it's easier to learn a tool than design skills. Design skills take more yeah. time. And I think you're coming from a totally different field, yeah. learning the both at the same time, designer and Yeah, I need uh, to learn everything, I mean, how, how this work, how this all this field works, you know, understand everything. So... It's a journey. Yeah, and finally, I mean, learning Webflow, you also learn some yeah. design basics. Yeah. I mean, I I learn a basic course of design for for understand how after how I can build in Webflow. You know, the the structure, everything, what the designer means, the vocabulary too, because there is that vocabulary. I was super lost <laughs> because by this time I jump in Twitter. And I say, what the fuck, you know, what is all this vocabulary? What people are talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel so lost. Everybody looks so, so talented, so that they knew everything. And me and, and Alex, yeah, you can start to pause. And I say, no way, I'm not going to pause because I even don't know what can I say, what I'm going to say. I'm starting and I know nothing, you know. And I was trying to find people like me and the beginner step, but I just found people who are like, okay, 
I don't know, in another point of their career. So it was hard for me to find people in the beginning, you know, as a mm. beginner. But like you say, I mean, it's a journey. I and I yeah. think when you start, you're like, I am never going to be able to make that. And then, you know, incrementally, there's little things that you do where it kind of breaks that mental blocker where you're like, I can never do that. Oh, wait, I just did it. And then it like carries on and then carries on. And then suddenly, you know, people might be messaging you. Like even today, I'd imagine they message you and they're just like, how did you get to where you are? And you're just there like, what the hell? You think you're like, (laughs) wait, what? I'm not I'm looking at those guys wondering how they got to there and you're asking me how I got to here so um it's funny how how it changes so fast and how do you how what's your dynamic like working together because I think working with your partner you must get this question a lot and sorry if this is kind of cliche but you know sometimes in if I try to teach even my brother Webflow he he he'd punch me in the face and we we couldn't be brothers anymore <laughs> let alone you know the person that i have a child with you know that's a crazy scenario do you guys i mean you have your strict roles and you don't get in the other one's space or how do you kind of manage that i mean it, it, we we had some rough moment of course yeah. but yeah i mean me as a as the, the like a CEO. I mean, I, I don't know a CEO because it's a studio of three person, but it's I'm more like a patch, you know. So if someone need help, I'm here. Or if I need to do something, if I need to design something, if I need to fix something on Webflow, I'm here. Or so I take time to explain stuff to Ballerine. Or the point is, it's important also to work uh, synchronously because we never work together because there is always one who is taking care of the kids and. Also, Mael is working from Paris, so we are totally remotely in Asacronus Studio. So we are using a lot of documentation with Notion, Loom, and the fact to communicate like this, and also it's better to to explain something live sometimes. Sometimes I want to explain something to Ballerine, but I just record the Loom and she will get when she, when she works the next morning. And I think it's better like this, like that she take the time. And if she need help after that, I'm here. But I mean, I'll let you also. <laughs> <laughs> I think answering your question, it's not easy to work with your partner. At the beginning, it was like, okay, Alex knows more than me. And he's like, he was my teacher and he still, because sometimes tutorials maybe didn't, didn't answer my question. So I, I say, okay, I'm going to ask Alex because it's it's faster. So yeah, the beginning was okay. I think when you work with your partner and also it's like you're running your studio, which is also a family studio, like you put so much pressure on you too because you want that everything is working well because this depends also your family about this. So, yeah, sometimes I think it's 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 hard because uh, there is like, we try to say, okay, at this time, I don't know, from 6 p.m., we don't talk about work, but that's impossible. Like some dinners, we are dinnering with our kids, but we, we keep talking about work, <laughs> about projects, about ideas, about, okay, we didn't do that, or we have to do that, okay, or tonight we work together, because the, fir- the first projects that I, I develop in Webflow, actually, I develop, I mean, I develop, and by night, Alex, like, uh, was next to me, okay, you have to do like that, or this is this, the mistake, or you need to do this. So sometimes... 
it's hard because yeah I'm learning but maybe I don't like that someone see my mistakes you know so <laughs> but yeah it's not easy but it's cool in the same time because we are building something together like we are building a family but also we are building another thing together so it's cool but it's, it's not like easy. a third child yeah yeah <laughs> maybe that's a really weird thing to say Let's jump in to failure number one, failing to follow your instinct rather than your bank account. Who's going to take this one? You start? No, you start, you start. Okay. No, I mean, it's a mistake that everybody did and going to do. I mean, it's something that everybody needs to fight with. But yeah, it's the decision that you take when... For example, you need money and, for example, you have a call with a client and the feeling is not so great. And But you try to convince yourself that it's a good project because it's good or in terms of money or in terms of reputation or in terms of uh, yeah visibility. I don't know if reputation is is an English. Yeah. Word. So in terms of visibility. And you try to convince yourself that no, no worry. It's gonna be a good project, and it's good paid. And finally, you knew it's it's like a you, your instinct is your first red flag, and you need to to really follow him. But sometimes you are blinded by by other things like money, because we all need to live, we all need to pay a rent, or we need to to survive. And that's why, for example, in this case, it's good to be to be like a partner and yeah. to talk about this because. Sometimes I, I receive a, a client who, for for a new project, and me, I'm always excited. I always see something positive, you know. And by the end, sometimes it's coming. I say, okay, calm down. Yeah, <laughs> I think me, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know why, but as after some fails, I say, okay, let's sit down, and we're gonna do like a create like a key point of like a okay filter the clients do some questions is this client i don't know is in working in some field that we want to work like uh, maybe i don't know for example there is some fields that we really don't want to do the website yeah, uh, for example as a vegan we don't work with a uh, meat know, company, meat company uh, <laughs> no way <laughs> So, or oh, the red flag, like first, do, do the client is nice, or do we still about the budget, or do we still have a clear deadline, or does it? Or when they when they say, okay, we want this project ASAP, like, yeah, but like the this, worst acronym, yeah, ever yeah. exists. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a good start. So I think that it's cool when you are working with other people because sometimes you don't see the red flag, so. So we say that every time we have like a new project coming, we're going to sit down, we're going to check together these things because maybe he sees things that I'm not seeing or I see things that he's not seeing. So I think it's super important because we already failed a few times and after this, there is like some consequences which we are paying. So I think we say, okay, this is going to be like the next goals and we do this. Yeah, because for talk uh, in terms of project, yeah, we, we have a one. Pro, I mean, one project not so late ago it was not long time ago. Last year, uh, yeah, we we signed a project, and I mean, it was a good in terms of money, but 
the, the, the number of page was not really specific. Finally, we turned out that there is 10 extra page and the budget didn't align with this and finally take much more time. And finally end up that we we stopped the project and, and finally we didn't go through till the end. And it was a good thing, was a hard choice to make, but yeah, all the consequence, all the choice that you are making, like without think, it have a consequence on months, during months. So this is super important. Yeah, super important because first, we are not happy, the client is not happy neither, so finally we end up like a, it's not what we want because we want also the clients are happy with our work. Yeah. And Because referral is a good source of new clients. is the most important. Clients are talking to other clients and bring you other clients. And if, yeah, if they are not happy, and first yeah, we are not happy, and that's, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just sometimes, even if they are paying some money, it's not worth it. Is what yeah. But it's... It's hard. It's hard when maybe I don't know. Uh, you have a studio to run, and it's hard to don't think just in in terms of money. You know, but no, it's not about money. But sometimes it's what I say. Just think about the budget. If there is like okay, they are paying super good, but the rest of the points are not aligned with us. It's not. Yeah, worth it. definitely. I think it's worth saying that. When you're starting out, if you're listening to this and you're right at the start of the journey, then you might not have so many inbound clients, right? And you might need to take on work that you don't necessarily want to do. But it sounds like you guys are now at a point where different people are approaching you asking for work and you don't need to take on that client that maybe doesn't quite align. Like you can say, listen, I don't think I'm the best person to do this work. Uh, I recommend these people over here. Good luck with your life. Um, but I think that's just worth saying because at the start, you know, there are people listening that might need to take on different different yeah. projects be because of money. I mean, there is always, you can always see a good opportunity in one hmm. project or you can always can say, okay, no, I'm, I can't take it or I can do it in one week and it's going to be okay. And after... Think it's think uh, twice, and no, you can't. And no, because after it becomes a nightmare, a nightmare. Trust me, so I know. it's like oh, yeah. <laughs> we all know. Yeah, it's a nightmare, and it's every day. Okay, they are asking for more things. It's like a, oh my god, it's. Oof. I don't know if I prefer it's just not we working. Yeah, just go back year. to thanks good go back to recruitment yeah. and just say sayonara. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. But I, but I do think it's important to yeah, to know where your where your boundaries are and like you say this kind of filter to be like okay. Yeah. Would I have a beer with them? No. Okay, instantly I'm like do I want to hang out with this person because I'm going to be spending a lot of time with them. Yeah. Uh, you know, would I hang out with them? at all if they didn't you know message asking for work maybe not is there a budget that is so good that means that i can put up with them even if they're a pain to work with no okay so you know maybe that's maybe that's a sign etc cetera, etc cetera. so i do think having this type of filter really works do you guys though have yeah. a very specific type of client that you want to get because i notice on your website you talk about sustainable and or social companies so it sounds like you do have a relatively specific kind of industry that you want to work with but i imagine people from all sorts of different 
industries approach you because they like your design style. Is that true? Yeah, more and more we try to filter and take him. I mean, the goal is to take meaningful project. Doesn't matter the field, but for us need to have a, a meaning. For example, if it's an electric bike, uh, I mean, we work for an electric bike. Okay, cool, because it's for it's something that good for people. It's not uh, something superficial. It's something uh, it's something meaningful. Or for example, when we we did a project um, for um, last prisoner project with McCann New York, which is a website for talk about people that are in jail for cannabis possession that now in a lot of states in USA a lot of states are legalizing cannabis so finally these people are in jail for nothing now for something legal now so they need to be released and the president Biden say that when the, he will be a president he will let free all these people but finally didn't do so we did a website for talk about all of this and to share also letters of prisoners that has to be to to set free. So for me this is like a this is important and I think it's what we like it's to create projects that have a meaning and can not just to to push to buy stuff. I think it's yeah, I mean it's the beautiful thing is because sometimes when you create a website you can have the feeling that you are not useless, but it's not an essential job. Like, uh, and the fact to to can support people that are doing great things for me, it's like, a, okay, this is a cool job, you know. Yeah, I love that answer though, because I think it comes from someone that has taken on jobs that are really, really well paid, but really fucking dull. <laughs> like, I think you go yeah. through this process <laughs> of like when you start out, you try and get a big job. You're like, okay, I want to get a big job, and then once you do the big job, you're like. Yeah, that wasn't worth it. Let's talk about failure number two, rushing the process and trying to grow too fast. <laughs> yeah, I think this is this it came because suddenly we are me actually I see a lot of posts on Twitter like the fashion it's a lot of people that maybe in a couple of months they pass from zero to, I don't know, earn a lot of money in just maybe four months and like, a, hey, you can do it. It's super easy. So I don't know. I don't know if that's true or it's just few people who are were super lucky. But no, for no. us, it don't happen this by overnight. Like, okay, you wake up and you start to... I've never sung on the podcast and I will never do that again. I'm so sorry. Sorry, <laughs> carry on. We like it. can be a side project. Jack, Jack sing. No one would listen to that. So. No, but yeah, the, the goal was to talk about, yeah, success don't happen yeah, overnight. And I mean, not success because it's pretentious, but to arrive to be... A, a good designer or to arrive to, uh, to to arrive to be a good webflow developer it takes time of course you in one month you can learn you can build a website or you can design stuff but i mean i have a, like a perfectionist and i want to be like on the i mean the goal of tambien for me is to be on the top ad studio in the world and if you want to reach that doesn't happen overnight and i'm 34 years old and I start to be recognized and the studio start to be recognized for what we do. And it's 10 years that I'm doing that. 
I failed. I mean, I tried to launch a company, it didn't work. I was a freelancer as a graphic designer before. After I was motion designer, after web designer, now I'm a web, web designer, web flow developer, now I have a studio. So it takes time and bricks by, I mean, to some people it happened really fast. There is no rules, but yeah, I think it's important to don't be sad if the thing don't happen in the next month. It's like, if you take time, if you work well, if you learn, everything will have a benefit in the next months, years. You are building something sustainable for the next 20 years. I mean, I don't know uh, till when I will work on for I mean, for, for the studio, but you try to build something for a, on long term. So if you work well, not a lot, you, you can work well, but not like a crazy needle. If you work well, you can do something that have a consequence on the future and I think yeah, that's the key of long-term long term success. I think it's important to say that this is like, it's like I say before, it's a journey. Don't happen like even in one year, you know. Just for share to other people who maybe are starting that there is, like most of the people, it takes time to build everything or where we are now. For I just you don't see, project. because when, when you are in the other side of the screen and maybe you are trying to get your first client, you are not having lucky or, and you just see this kind of post is not actually is not helping you because you feel like what I'm doing wrong, you know, why it looks so easy. It's, it's me, it's my designs. It's what is it? You know, I think it's important to see that. No, I think the normal or the standard is no, it take time, it take time and it's going to be slowly, you know, because because it's like a house, you you don't build a house in one month, otherwise we will fall, you know. <laughs> so I don't think, I mean, it's my, it's my way to think. I think it's important to see other things in, in social, like, like the face. Yeah, definitely. I think, God, there's so many things to, to pick up on there. I think one thing is that <laughs> on social, social is like a highlights reel of everyone's life. Like no one's going on Twitter being like, well, very few people I've seen have gone on Twitter and been like, I just had the worst day of my life. You know, like, <laughs> I got a cup of coffee and as I came in, I poured it over my laptop and my laptop broke and the client was messaging me and angry because I hadn't finished the project and I couldn't afford a new laptop. Like, no one's writing that stuff, right? What are people writing? <laughs> I just won an award, which is great. And I think it's important to celebrate your wins. But social yeah. can be quite a quite a difficult place to come if you're just starting out and you don't have that kind of perception because you're just seeing oh this yeah. is going to be easy and i can't do it um and i think a lot of people as well are i've noticed that there's a real trend and maybe this has always been the case but i feel like it's very kind of prevalent right now is people seem to be talking about money um not in a way like I'm going to, you know, just share what I've learned from like an innocent place. It's more like I'm going to talk about money to get followers and then I'm going to show you a course um, that that I made. And I think that that can be very, very problematic. So, yeah, run your own race. Focus on getting a depth of skill set rather than a deep wallet at the start. And and the money will follow once you actually are providing true value to your clients, just like Alex and Ballerin right here in front of me. So, 
Yeah, once once you have the skills, you have the power of everything. If you have the skills, client will call you. If you have the skills, people will follow you. If you have the skills, I mean, yeah, you can do everything. And you're not gonna be replaced by AI now. So, and that's why that's why it's important to work your skills because, in my opinion, AI gonna replace people with low skill. Like for for me, people who do landing page, simple landing page was the same system. It, this, yeah, of course, can be done by AI because there is a system. Like you put the picture on the left, the title on the right. You have a three testimonial, three section where you talk about the, the, the key point of the company. For me, yeah, this can be almost made by AI. But if, if you want to really tell the story of the client, if you want to, to, to really create something like a, an experience or, or, or try to, to, to reach another level, I think, yeah, it's, it's because of your skills, you can do that and you're not going to be replaced by yeah. AI. Yeah, I, 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 feel, <laughs> I feel the same because if you look at something like, I don't know, a, a chair maker or, you know, a carpenter, like the best carpenter in the world probably still can't make a chair that is as perfect as a machine, but it's a human that's doing it and the depth of skill set that is required to have that level of skill is worth value to people like people appreciate the craftsmanship that comes with that depth of knowledge and i think vice versa within the webflow space the people that from conversations i've had that seem to be doing really really well are incredibly skillful and you know they're not struggling to get clients whereas i've heard other people complain about ah, oh, like i'm already seeing the effect of ai and stuff and i'm there like uh, well, I don't know if that's entirely. I don't know if that test is entirely fair. So, so yeah, I completely agree. I think have a depth of skill set, and you'll have more leverage in in the webflow space, and and money money will follow when you really do provide value. Bellerine, yeah. sorry, I kind of cut you off there. I think you were about to say something deep and meaningful. No, I just. No, no. Actually, when it takes so long or, or or not, I think the most important is like you must keep enjoying the journey. Is it's what it don't, I think is the the only point who every morning you're gonna wake up because you are doing something that you enjoy and it's yeah. gonna keep you keep you like uh, keep going. You know, till, till you have what you want to to have. You yeah. get. Passion need to be need to go over money. I mean, it's in our case, and that's why maybe we are not earning millions. And <laughs> because because sometimes I do silly choice, and because I I I always like choose passion before money. And yeah, I mean this is important. Yeah, for but me. okay. If if anyone is listening to this podcast that still hasn't checked out the Tambien Studio website. Go and check it out and see the animation. There's there's love on the Tambien Studio website, guys. There is attention <laughs> to detail. There is animations that not only work on desktop, they work on mobile. It feels different. And I think people know the second they land on, their, on your website that something is different about, about working with you guys, I would, I would argue. I've looked at plenty of different Thanks. agency websites and and I really think that the attention to detail and, and the thought behind 
every decision shines through. And I think that is the level of like craftsmanship that I aspire to have. And I think maybe it is the longer route. Like you're not trying to get, you know, the huge companies because, you know, that's where like the corporate, you know, huge websites are or whatever. But but I definitely think it seems like you enjoy what you do more than a lot of agency owners that I've spoken to. And I think that's partly because like it shows you're making tons of content. You're like you're everywhere. And I, I don't think you can be everywhere unless you truly love what you do. So, hey, I think it's a, a strong strategy for the long term. Um Thanks, man. Thank you. I, I didn't know that we were everywhere. You guys, have, yeah. I mean, go on YouTube, your videos pop up. I go on Twitter, your Twitter posts pop up. Like, I and then I go to the event in Barcelona, and you know, there's there's so much stuff that you guys are doing from like very small team, but super passionate and super active. Yeah. And I, I'm just getting all gushy here, but I I appreciate you guys. And if anyone's listening, who's like. I just want a 10k client. Just shut up, Jack. I I, I just <laughs> pause and think about that for a second, or or maybe try and get a 10k client and realize it's not always all that. Let's talk about failure number three: failing to balance work and life. So yeah, the um, the the I mean, it's, yeah, it's not a failure. I mean, even if you we fail some some sometimes, it's is how difficult is it to to manage the the balance here between the work something that you are passionate and your family i mean people that you love or just even even if you don't have any family or couple or kids it just between you find yourself this is important but yeah in our case because we have a family and we have two kids it's it's yeah was there, and also we are running the agency together it's we needed to set up a lot of things because first we are raising the kid at home for the moment they don't go to school and they are too young so we are working for example Bahrain is working in the morning I'm working in the afternoon and uh, when one is working the other take care of the kids so this was first a huge mechanic and to set up and an habit to take but yeah this is important to for have the possibility to balance the between the both but sometimes we fail it's just i mean when when our daughter uh, born at the beginning was we were working in the same time and it's like okay she cried we go but she was getting older so we start to see that it was not working like both working in the same time because sometimes maybe i have work to do and i did, i couldn't go I like okay alex you go no but i have work to do so we say okay we have to settle a schedule because that's not possible so we said okay mornings for you afternoons but it's sometimes it's even not enough because if you think you are working part-time you are not working like a full time, like the seven or eight hours. So sometimes like me, I stop before lunch. It's like, a, wow, I, I I want to keep going because sometimes when you are building Webflow, you are like, a, you don't want to stop. You want to keep, keep building. And after I spend my afternoon uh, taking care of playing with the kids, but uh, my head is in this project of Webflow. Like, okay, by night when I sit down, I need to do that. Or I forgot that. Or <laughs> I, I did, I built this in that way, but no, I think uh, it's a mistake. So it's, it's hard. It's hard because it's, 
it's short. <laughs> it's short. I mean, normally uh, I'm working by night when the kids are. I mean, when everybody is sleeping. Sometimes I work like two, three extra extra hours for have like a, almost like a full time. And but also it pushes us to be more efficient. You yeah. know that okay, you have this amount of time to be to do all what you can do, and I think it's also like like that you don't. You, you become faster. Yeah, you don't lose your focus. And yeah, this and is social network. And yeah, like say at the beginning, it's important to establish process. Me, I'm, a, I'm crazy about Notion. Everything is right on Notion about the task, about the project, about the, the manifesto of the studio, the everything. And, and like that, everybody have a clear idea of what is happening. We don't need to do so many calls. Uh, for example, even mm. with mail, with mail, I have a call once per week for a catch-up, just to chit-chat, but uh, everything is right. So actually, we are just having call for just talk and, but not talk about work, just for have fun and talk. And and for me, this is why, for example, technology is cool, why um, we are using Notion or Loom, because it saves you time, like uh, not spending time on calls or to catch, to, to brief stuff that you, you people can check synchronously. So yeah, The balance between work and family, it's also a lot of organization. I mean, it's what we choose because because maybe the easy way is like, okay, we we put the kids in the school. I mean, like in the kindergarten and we have like a all day long to work, to even to chill, to do a lot of stuff. But we choose this way, this lifestyle, mm. like we want to raise our kids at home as much as possible. And it's not easy, but uh, we are super happy with this choice that we made. And yeah, plus also working together. We at the beginning we thought maybe it's not gonna work, or, or maybe this is gonna cost our couple, you know, because maybe I don't know. <laughs> there is so there is so many things together and. Maybe it can't work, and we say, "Okay, ciao, Alex." You I mean, know? Yeah, sometimes we argue. We argue. <laughs> we argue about stuff. Like yeah. sometimes, I guess you argue with your brother. Oh yes, uh, we do. About... Yeah. But no, I, it, it's it's funny because people say, "Oh, you shouldn't work with your family or, or whatever," and I think. Well, maybe it's yet to be decided, but I do think I do think yeah. though that like it's it, you kind of switch modes. I find like you go from okay, we're gonna laugh at silly memes that we've seen versus like okay now we're gonna talk about the work and i think it's really important to be able to switch on and switch off depending on which you know am i jack the brother or am i jack the you know co-founder or you know and vice versa with yeah. you guys it sounds like you have a similar situation where it's like okay we're going to talk about work we're not going to talk about work or and yeah that is that is a hard yeah. balance but a friend matt evans he talks about how having kids is like the biggest life hack because it means that you don't have time to think oh what should i do what should I? like you get organized like they force you to be super efficient with your time in a way that like nothing else can so if anyone's struggling to focus just just have a kid guys <laughs> i mean i'm still losing myself sometimes yeah, like, okay yeah. i'm gonna do a video about this oh i'm gonna do that Yeah, I mean, it's also, I mean, there is always a place to, to experiment. But yeah, it's, for me, it's like a, a roller coaster, you know. Hmm. It's like you have an intense moment. Sometimes you, you are not agreeing about stuff. Sometimes everything is going well. 
but for me it's i mean in our case it's like a life project you know the studio determine our life like the money that we make with the studio determine our life all the things that happen with the studio determine a lot of things about our organization or what is happening in our day yeah plus the so, fact that we can work remote and from home it's it's allow us to be with our kids yeah, because so. otherwise we will be maybe in one office and we miss all this stuff that we are sharing with them. It's very important yeah. to to fight, to fight that everything is mm. going well. I mean, after we could be freelance, I mean, like I could be freelance, you could be freelance. But yeah, I think it's like we are putting all the energy for it works because uh, for us, yeah, it's allow us to have the, the way of life that we want. And this is the most important. Yeah, finally. definitely. God, I feel like we've just had a bit of couples therapy. I hope you guys, I yeah. hope you guys, uh, like found that okay. Because sometimes, you know, when you ask about working with your partner, it is it is a, a hard thing to to talk about. So, but you guys clearly have clear systems and processes that you know sets boundaries between work and and life. And yes, sometimes they bleed into each other. But it sounds like you've you've very intentionally chosen to do what you're doing and you're happy doing it so congratulations to you both are you thanks (laughs) yeah i mean there's there's no it's like it's impossible i find i just don't know how you do it frankly but you've got two new employees on the way i guess so that's good (laughs) with the load Alex Ballerin, are you ready for your final question? What is your next failure going to be? Do you have an idea? Yeah, me trying to design one website. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, the next failure. I mean, for me, I have an ongoing failure for the moment. So it's my ongoing and my, I mean, not my next, I hope. But it's about the course that ah, is yeah. like a, a forever a forever <laughs> things. It's like a two years that I'm thinking to this course, that I'm writing stuff that is ready. I just need to record. I mean, I start to record, but I still have a yeah, few months to to really focus on and for finish to record. And, and yeah, but it's because, as you say, we do a lot of things. We are doing videos. We are doing the production for clients. We are doing yeah, tons of stuff, events, and and that's yeah. Sometimes you lose your focus, but it's it's my last uh, piece of the uh, bricks that I that I that I want to to have and in in the Tombian universe, and I'm on it. But yeah, for the moment it's a failure, but it will not be a, a failure. Thanks so much for listening to episode 48 of Webflow, and thanks so much to Alex and Ballerin for coming on the podcast. This episode was a lot of fun to record. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. For me, the biggest takeaway from this episode is having alignment over who you work with and your values. Alex and Ballerin have a very clear idea of the type of projects that they want to work on and the type of clients that they want to attract. They even have a checklist filter so they can both objectively see whether they should take on a potential client or not. Because, you know, if someone comes offering a very decent budget for a project, you might be inclined to take it. But actually, you know, it might not serve you in the way that you hope it would. 
And if you haven't already, I recommend doing a list like this for yourself, even if you're at the start of the, your journey. And maybe you don't have the luxury of choice to choose, you know, which client comes in the door. The clearer you are on the specific type of client you are looking to attract, the easier it will be to know where these potential clients hang out online and in person. The clearer your marketing message, the clearer you know the problems that they face and how you can help. Basically, if you know what the target looks like, you're far more likely to hit the target. Next episode, I'll be interviewing Dylan Harrocks from Nexus Creative. He's a man flying high after changing his agency to be subscription-based. Hot topic in the Webflow space at the moment. Looking forward to chatting to him next week. Until then, have an amazing week, Webflow listeners.